Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. We can all think of times in our lives when someone says, I believe something strongly about it, and then they do something opposite or contrary to it. And there's that tension, or we can personally say, like, I believe in this. And then I do something that goes against it. There's that tension inside. Um, and if we, so the benefit of identifying what those I believe statements are, like, what do I believe? Then you're able to identify why do I feel so torn in situations? If you're thrown into a difficult conversation and you're like, ah, I just feel off about this. If you're, if you clearly understand what your world worldviews are, then you're able to like, I don't agree with that for these reasons. And if you're confident in it, you can have those conversations a lot more, like with a lot more calmness and clarity with other people and yourself. The term that comes to mind is cognitive dissonance. That's kind of the academic term, but cognitive dissonance really does. It's just, it's a definition that researchers came up with that describes that feeling or that phenomenon where um, what I believe and what my actions are, like what you're just describing, Austin, my, my, what I believe and what my, and my actions are contrary or they're conflicting. And that creates, that creates a dissonance. It creates sometimes an anxiety and stress within us. And oftentimes if we, if we haven't done the work to really connect the dots between our behavior and our beliefs, um, we'll, we'll carry that dissonance and anxiety with us without really knowing where it's coming from, which is another reason why we feel stuck sometimes. Yeah. All right. So WIP, first one's worldview. The second com- second of six um, of what it means to have a core is identity. So W I P, the I stands for identity. And identity is what we, what we call ourselves, how we define ourselves. And these are found anytime you hear someone or we find ourselves making I am statements. Anytime we say like, I am, I am a Christian or I am a creative or I am a musician. These are identity statements and what we say about ourselves and what we believe about ourselves has a lot to do with, um, with our core. So any thoughts on identity, Austin? This is where it, it, I I like how this is one of six because we will find ourselves that a lot of people will put so much emphasis on this. Um, and it, it creates a lot of, uh, I think unnecessary conflict where, because it's a, this is a list. Like when I first was introduced to this, it was right. 50 of these 50 I am statements. So that's a lot of, that's that means that I'm a really complicated person. And so if someone puts their identity in one solitary thing, then it, it, uh, (laughs) it creates a very fragile person because if my identity is based only in one thing, if something goes sideways in that, then I am really falling apart. Now, what I want to be clear about this, especially for, for guys here in this, who, who are new to Christianity or who are, who are Christians specifically, well, my identity is in Christ. Yes, that is a hundred percent true. Um, Christ, but the, the truth in that is Christ is, is not like he's bigger than you. And, uh, if we're not able to deal with the complexities of, of hearing somebody who doesn't agree with our identity in Christ, 
then if that shatters us, that means our identity is more focused on what we believe in Christ and not what Christ says about us. So just it's a very quick caveat for Christians. Yes, our identity is in Christ, but we have a lot of different parts to us that God gave us. So this isn't something where like, oh, that's an easy one. My identity is in Christ. Done. It's like, no, like Wes and I, where you and I wrote those 50 I am statements, they're going to look very different. But I, but we would both say that our identity is in Christ also. So it's, it is a, it's one of those things where if you, I can understand that someone will get really upset with you if you attack their identity. And especially if they put so much effort and so much of themselves into one singular part of their identity, then you'll that like, that's why there's a whole bunch of culture wars because people will put themselves into one single isolated spot. And if their identity is everything about them, that means that if someone has a different identity, then they are an enemy and a threat to that person. So it's a whole bunch of stuff there. Man, I love that point you make, man. I really do. It reminds me of a Walt, a Walt Whitman quote where he says, do I contradict myself? Very well, then I contradict myself. I am large. I contain multitudes. Mm -hmm. And it's just this idea, right? That we are, we are all uniquely um, designed and complicated and we should celebrate that. And what that means is just like, like you said, that creates a fragility when we focus on one aspect or identity and, and that's all we focus on. The same is true. I think the same is true. There's a fragility when we only see others um, in one aspect. And I think when we, when we see each other as complicated and as, as multitudes, like Whitman says, I think we can actually cultivate, cultivate compassion because we realize that, man, anybody that I meet, there's going to be things that I disagree with them and there's going to be differences, but there's going to be things that I agree with them and that we have similarities if I dig deep enough. But if I get fixated on one thing, of course, there's going to be one thing about everybody that drives me crazy or that I disagree with. And so I think the the idea that there's a lot of this in us um, is really helpful. So I'm glad you pointed that out. Mm -hmm. All right. WIP. So we've talked about worldview. We talked about identity. And again, we could talk a lot about all of these, but this is just a flyover. The third um, the P is stands for principles, principles. So the WIP acronym is worldview, identity, and principles. And principles are I will and I will not statements. Um, principles, you often hear like companies or businesses talk about their principles. And these are true for all of us. We all have, I guess you could think of principles I don't like thinking of them this way, but some of them, some people, their minds might gravitate towards rules, like kind of rules for life. Those are principles. Those are, you know, anytime we're making statements about what I will or I will not do, those are our principles. And obviously, um, to go back to the cognitive dissonance comment, there's going to be less cognitive dissonance or internal strife and anxiety when my principles and my worldview and my identity align and when they aren't aligned, when I am doing things that are contrary to who I am, when I'm doing things that are contrary to what I believe. In other words, if my principles are disconnected from my identity or my worldview, there's that's going to cause, that's going to cause issues within me. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part three in our conversation. We'll see you then. Thank you.